Here what it do? we what it be go like? what it again. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Neon Belly Podcast. Uh-huh, we uh-huh. are your hosts, Nate, John, John, and Brian. Just joking, not Brandino. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Herlock. Yes. Jake Dino. As promised, no Brandino today, but we You're got, welcome. Yeah. Some people might call this an upgrade. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll let the viewers decide. I think most would. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we got a full plate of MMA and combat sports this week. We'll recap last night's UFC fight night korean zombie versus dan ige we also got some pfl and who's number one results we'll preview this week's ufc fight night surreal gone versus alexander volkov and then some big fight announcements and so much more in our news but first what is up boys it's hot hot one here's the thing do i have to be like objectively argumentative like brandon and just want (laughs) to Take the devil's advocate position on everything. We're just getting right into it. I yeah. love it. No, I mean, <laughs> we, we I think when we bring you here, we want the Jacob experience. Well, okay. Shots, we wanted Brandon. Shots fired. Shots fired. So we needed the Brandon. Nonsensical arguments. Yeah. If we needed Brandon, we would have to just have him call in and be in a bathroom and be real quiet. Yeah, we, we thought about having him call in, and then we were like, no, he chose Florida over this, so... Your friend. Yeah, Some friend. what are you doing, dude? We're in the heat of it. Yeah, we're. <laughs> listen, we just had our twenty fifth episode. Dog. Yeah, so what are you doing? Yeah, so I did watch Loki. Yeah, I got caught up as promised. So um, let me be real. First episode, I was a little disappointed. What? Because it screamed Umbrella Academy, the whole like time travelers thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, are they going to go down this second episode? I'm all in. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to get lit. Oh yeah, like. The way that they're gonna connect things with like Doctor Strange and Ant Man and stuff, it's gonna Spider Man. Yeah, it's gonna get so. No crazy. way home. Yeah, there's no way. This Doctor is Strange. the next because you know how like the first at first they were going into they were on Earth and they went into space. Yeah, Guardians and Captain Marvel. Now they're about to go into this time stuff and quantum realm stuff, and it's gonna yeah. get lit. I saw. I watched a video. I'm sure you guys watched the same guy. He does it on YouTube where he um, he like goes back through and does mm-hmm. breakdowns. Who? Sean Chandler, new rock stars, Eric Voss. Yeah, Eric Voss and I uh, Sean Chandler. Sean Chandler. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've I've always watched Eric Voss, and um, he did a breakdown of like all those dates. Yeah, it's crazy. That like when the things dropped. Oh, okay. So all the dates that popped up on the computer and the locations, he has a whole video where he like goes through and says yeah. like how this could be affected, what this date might oh, be. And that's why it's like yeah, I'm not like, even I'm not even mad that you make money off YouTube because you just put in <laughs> work. So. Or, Dude, but do you just want to enjoy it? Yeah, that's the only thing. It does kind of spoil some things. It does because like a lot of people are like about the whole Wand Division when that came out. Yeah. They're like, well, I I read the comics, I know X, Y, and Z. I'm like. I just kind of want to just enjoy yeah. it. Well, here's the thing, too. Even with that Eric Voss is, he was so hard that Mephisto was going to be the bad guy in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like willing to put the whole house on. And then at the end, he was like, well, this is why we're all stupid, because <laughs> yeah. we think we're smarter than them. But he yeah. doesn't miss much. I no. mean, like the small, it's crazy. Like, I'm like, that was a blur. Like, you must watch it in like wa- slow-mo. Yeah, they do. So they watch the whole episode in like, like. 1.25 yeah. speed yeah. or something crazy. Because it'll be like, oh, when they were running down this hallway, you didn't notice this little name plaque back here. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody See that number 232? That's episode 777 yes. of the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you're just like, what why is, do you know, dog? Yeah, like, what does this all even mean, dude? I'm, I'm like so lost. And some of it is just like, for them to like give nods to the people who are nerds about it, like, hey, yeah. that's that comic book episode because oh, we don't even know. No, but yeah. then other stuff is like, hey, you didn't even see this, but it's going to tie in at the end. And yeah, he had like breakdowns for like the floor, each floor level and stuff. Like mm-hmm. when they were in the 
elevator. The t- yeah, the yeah. He had like all the no. I'm like, dude, how great is Owen Wilson? I can't. Get I was enough. so happy. I can't uh, get enough of Mobius and yeah. Loki banter. Oh, I can oh, take yeah. that. All I didn't day. even know he was going to be in it. Like uh-huh. even up to last night when I watched it. Oh, I'd seen like the trailer. I didn't. Re- I didn't recognize him in the trailer. I'm like, like, oh, I can't wait to see Owen Wilson. I'm like. Really? Which one was he? I'm like, oh, after yeah. I had to rewatch it. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, I was so excited when I realized it was him. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, let's go. They casted this one. I, I feel like the budget's even a little bit bigger. Yeah. Because like, the graphics that are going into this that they have to do. Yeah. The, the graphics, how it's like kind of old school, but like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like they're kind of stuck in like 1980s, but then they're in like this infinite time. Dang, we where, didn't even give like a Hey Guys spoiler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oops. <laughs> we said, and then we said like last week, <laughs> we're we for were. sure going to let you know. Yeah, we did. Because like, we just went right in. How crazy, I mean, how crazy did you feel when they opened up the drawer on the first episode and you see all those infinity stones? And, and, and they're just like, oh, we're just like paper Because they only work in their actual universe right. and they're outside of that. As so. paperweights in yeah. the junk drawer. I had a junk drawer growing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ever got bored? There was something fun to do yeah. in the junk drawer. And he was just like, oh, we've got a lot of those, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just... And, like, here this whole universe just killed each other over. Like, yeah. Loki's like, be careful with that. It's very powerful. <laughs> He's like, it's kind of stupid to me, or it sounds dumb. That's yeah. what that dude said. Yeah. Which I did notice that a lot of the people inside of the TVA TV. are, like, comedians. Like, they casted mm. comedians. Cause like, well, they do that in Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's kind of interesting how... But, like, for, like... Off the cuff, it's good, you yeah. know, funny little it works. moments. It works better. Yeah, I'm excited. I would like even the whole like old like they're stuck in it. That was kind of more Umbrella Academy too. That's what it kind of was like. Oh man, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Did you watch Umbrella Academy? I haven't. It's good. It is really good. Um, but you know, they it's yeah. the same concept. There's like this higher power that controls the timeline, basically. Here's here's one of my predictions. Okay. And I think this is a solid take. I don't think there are timekeepers. I don't either. I think it's that girl. I think that girl or like she's involved in like not like you think of time creeper creepers as like a Jesus, like a big yeah. white four white right. bearded guys in the sky. I don't think that's there Yeah, because that's why Mobius, they said that he hasn't, he's like, can I meet them or something like that? Yeah. And he's like basically been there forever. Yeah. They're like, well, time passes differently here. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like when it was on Ragnarok and Loki's like, I'm going to get in front of him. He's like, well, I don't know. You know, it's like I haven't even seen him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think they're there. Well, what's interesting is the bad guy in Ant-Man is going to be Kang the Conqueror in the comics and stuff. He's one of the timekeepers. Oh, so I've seen a, a video that was like a, you know, the little city that you've seen on Ant-Man in the quantum realm. That's the TVA. Mm. That's why they're outside. Time moves different there because it moved different for her too. the wife that was in there. It's interesting. So I wonder if like, what was the place in Ragnarok where they went? What was that place called? Um, Where they found Hulk and, you know, right when he gets in there, like. Oh, that was, was a. It was what a, was the name of that place? I can't, I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was like a planet. Like a, Right. And they were like, time moves. I've been here yeah. for months and he's like i've only been here for five oh, minutes yeah yeah i think like the i think when they do the deep space stuff it's all kind of weird like that but i'm here for it i am i'm gonna let people way smarter than me yeah oh, <laughs> make the decisions. that's why just get on youtube yeah, and look watch, up the breakdowns. <laughs> yeah watch the breakdowns it gets so lost well we got a lot to get into so let's get into <sighs> it but john you did just mention it we completely uh, forgot to mention it last week, but last episode was our 25th episode, Crazy. which is a bit of a milestone, but we mainly just wanted to just thank everybody um, for all the support and listens. Um, in 25, we did all the breakdowns, and in 25 episodes, um, we've had downloads in 22 different states, 10 different countries across three continents. We're international. 
We're international. We like that. And the best way that we are found is organically. And how we are found organically is by people hitting follow, subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, write us a review. It's good as a donation. Yeah. You, you might, might as well be giving us You might us get money. another stimulus. I'm not saying promise, <laughs> yeah. but in these times. <laughs> in these times. Oh, yeah. No, that, that was really cool because, like, when we started this, we had no expectations or we just mm-hmm. started. I mean, we didn't really tell many people. We no. just kind of did it. So funny enough, uh, my stepdad and brother came over last week and I was like, "You do a podcast?" Yeah, I was like, "I share it on my story and stuff every week." I just literally told my mom before today because mm-hmm. I was like, "I got to." We were over there helping, and I'm like, "I got to go." And she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I got to do this podcast." And she's like, "Oh." <laughs> like, my mom listened to the one that I was on. Oh yeah? yes, that's yeah. when you know you make it when moms are listening. Let's last go. last time I seen your mom was on the Phillips gym and you and Isaiah were sparring and she looked a little concerned. <laughs> she was concerned. Because oh, he was teeing off. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys were I, both just going at it hard. And she, I remember that. Yeah, you I guys, said, Mom, this is the round that you probably don't want to watch. <laughs> yeah. You guys were bombing on each other. Oh. Well, speaking of bombing, uh, last night, UFC fight night, Korean Zombie defeating Dan Ige by unanimous decision and uh, just a super, super dominant performance. What do mm-hmm. you think? Pull it up. Yeah, I was wrong. I, well, yeah, you know, and I put a note in here is that you forget that Korean Zombie had to leave in his peak for the military. Yeah, that was a because I feel like he's like kind of like a hot and cold. When he's hot, mm-hmm. he's hot, mm-hmm. hot. But yeah. then he then he can underperform. But then he was gone. He because he just beat someone right before he went to the military, and he was like yeah. in yeah, title had, contention. He had lost to Aldo, and then I think he'd won his someone next did. fight. Yeah, maybe Frankie I'm trying to pull it. No, he beat Frankie. Uh, just a couple fights. Oh, I'm trying okay, to pull okay. it up, but I know he had the Yair fight. I think that was his first fight back. I think because then they had that five round war where he just caught with that There's freaking elbow. The elbow at the yeah. last three seconds. Yeah, which was crazy. But I'm trying to find his time. It's left. definitely kind of what he said in the post fight is he wanted to show all. He of his, lost to Aldo in 2013 and then came back in 2017. Yeah, jeez. But it, did, how did he lose to Aldo though? His a shoulder. Uh, Remember his shoulder knocked, went out, knocked him. Yeah, and Aldo, Aldo just kept oh. on kicking it, and they yeah. kind of just oh. TKO stopped him. it. Who did who was this like two or three fights before Aldo though? Uh, Dustin Poirier, he beat him. Mark Hominick, who back mm, then was the no dog. slouch. Yeah, yeah. beat WBC him, dog. knocked him out, and knocked out or uh, submitted Leonard Garcia with the twister. That. Yeah, and that was when Leonard. Was hot, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Ain't no Same one stopping. Thing. Ain't no one stopping him. So yeah. that's that's what I meant. Because then he fought three, and then yeah. Aldo was for the title, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I think last night, because the only thing is, I think with that Ortega fight, I I kind of feel like he really underestimated Ortega a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he really expected that fight to be, um, or maybe he underestimated Ortega a bit. And like last night, because I feel like he could have grappled a little more with him mm-hmm. than he did, even though Ortega is so good off his back yeah. and stuff. But Zombie's no slouch on the ground either. You see they gave him his black belt. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, after Pretty the exciting. Fight. I mean, Henner's rolled with them. They have a yeah. video of yeah. Henner rolling, and Henner's like, man, I can't believe how strong this you I, know, My favorite part about is. that video is he starts setting up that twister, and he's like, no, 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 no. I've seen you do that before. <laughs> yeah. I love his uh, parachute defense where he Leans forward and grabs his feet because yeah. you can't pull him back. Oh, that's, yeah. one my, that's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think uh, – and I know they talked about Korean Zombie felt a lot of pressure from mm-hmm. being representing his country. And I imagine when you go out for four years for the military and you come back, like you definitely want to make sure you – Well, listen to this. Since he's been back in 2017, he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights. All seven of those are main events. Yeah. So that's that's pressure right there when you're oh, talking. Yeah. But it's because of who he is. Yeah. I know? mean, and he never, I've, I've never seen him put up a bad performance. Right. Even if he loses, it's a, yeah. a tough fight. Yeah. 
And he's um, fighting the top of the heap every time. Every time. And yeah. he just looked, I'll be honest, he kind of looked a little like a like the way bigger than Dan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like yeah. sometimes when they were like in front of each other, it felt like a weight class difference almost. Yeah, he's definitely a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Who's, that, who's that other Asian guy? Because he's supposed to fight again. Uh, Doohoo Choi. Yeah. yeah. Star Boy. The Star Korean boy. sexy boy. Oh, sexy think, boy. Yeah. 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 He's another one that. Because he, he was like a big thing and then mm-hmm. he lost his last one. Cub right? Swanson. Yeah. And I think he's kind of been on a win one, lose one for a while. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's the same way. I, I was mean, in. Did you see that um, the guy last night too on the prelims? Yeah, what was his name? Uh, uh, Song Wu. Yeah, or something he like was that. nasty Ooh. too. Yeah, yeah he, I can't find his name. Where's that? Yeah, he didn't do great. But yeah, Korean Zombie. I think. Uh, find it. Oh well. I think Ige just he couldn't ever get it going. Yeah, I felt like Korean Zombie. There's a couple times where Ige would faint and Korean Zombie would react super hard because yeah. he, you know, he puts all that weight on the front leg and he tries to hit that uppercut, but he never went back to that. Yeah. Well, they kept saying too, if he would just kept staying to the body, Ige, because every what, every time he went to the body and came back up with it, he was mm-hmm. tagging him, but he just kind of got away from that. Yeah, too. that's one, that's one thing I wanted to hit you with. I thought it was interesting. His corner said to do anti wrestling strikes, crosses to the heart and ones to the body to keep him from being able to to shoot to shoot and level change. I never heard hmm. that term before. That is interesting. I don't think I've ever heard it either. I mean, I I understand it. You know, you're mm-hmm. saying when people shoot, you know, in the in the UFC, they're generally not taking like big outside sweep singles. They're mm-hmm. normally coming forward, level change, so throwing drop. good strong level changing punches to the chest and body keeps it from yeah. being able to I'm duck a, under. I'm a huge proponent on punching to the chest. Mm-hmm. So when I, I really never because you think head and then and then stomach. Mm-hmm. When I was uh, started working with Richie, man, he would like just stand in front of me and throw like a one-two right on my chest, and I'm like, man, that's serious. Mm-hmm. Then he started punching me in the shoulder, and mm. I'm telling you, imagine like, that changes your posture a lot too, dude, your fight posture. I was sparring with Jordy right before his bare knuckle match, mm-hmm. and I just started jabbing him in the shoulder. Like oh. first minute, you're like, what is he doing? That really doesn't do anything, and yeah. then like. Towards the end, your arm's like, man, my arm doesn't really work because mm. you're just keep taking shoulder shots. Yeah. So chest and shoulder, people don't think about striking that. Not kind of like what? Um, um, oh, he just he just had a match against uh, Gordon and then Josh Hinger. Uh, the fight sport. Ponza? No, no, no. Fight sports. Uh, oh, my. So, uh, 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 Wagner. Hoshin. Wagner. He does that kind of like that shoulder strike. Is it kind of that same concept where he like he kind of palms mm. like he's a, you know he I mean it, I mean his. He he, you're jabbed. basically you're basically fighting that guy when you grab him. Yeah, like you're gonna oh, come yeah. out bruised. Wasn't it like AJ AJ Souza so, or not AJ Agazar? He like threw like he threw him he, off the yeah, stage. Yeah, it was a fight. It was a fight to win. He uh, he turned his back because he kept getting palmed in the head. So AJ turned his back and he yeah. kicked him, <laughs> kicked him, front yeah. kicked him off the stage. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it should have been yeah DQ. I mean, you can't strike somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have him and Cyborg ever? No, they're, they're trained no, together. They're trained together. Uh, I about to say, because yeah. I know he clubs a lot, too. Yeah, so. and Cyborg is like two of them. Yeah they're, yeah, they're both out of that fight sports. But yeah, super, super veteran win by the zombie. I thought it was, like I said, I mean, you can't stand and bang with everybody, and you don't want to stand in front of mm-hmm. Ige for five rounds. And so I thought it was a veteran move to get him to the mat, use some wrestling, some mm-hmm. way better, superior jujitsu yeah. as well. Hawani had an interesting tweet. I don't know if you've seen it. He What he thinks, what he would like to see next is, Korean Zombie and Holloway Ooh. and Yair and Giga. Ooh, I'm with that. Which, if you're Yair, you would rather he have the Holloway. Well, but he needs. But, I yeah, think he needs no, to I fight. agree. I like that because you could basically keep him on that July 17th. Yair. That's what he said too. Yeah, keep it on the 17th. You can keep him on the 17th if Giga will take that fight, and then whenever Max is ready, Zombie should be ready. Mm-hmm. About, and I think that's a great fight. 
Max and Zombie would be crazy. I feel like the 45 isn't like necessarily as deep as the other weight classes, but in their top six. Yeah. Like a lot of those it's guys nuts. could win. But after after the six, it like, I can't name one guy outside like the top six or seven. Yeah. yeah. But that top six or seven any given day, and, some one of those guys could be champ. And you still have like Zabit, who they took off the rankings, and he's kind of battling if he wants to keep fighting. But him and Korean Zombie would be another one. Yeah, crazy, right? What's the What's the latest on him? Is he? I don't. It's still like he retired a, for a minute, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, last I seen it, it seemed like he was leaning toward being done fighting. But I also felt like they did that for, you know, well, I don't know. I, Kazmat, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They said he, I'm done, and then Dan gives him a call, probably offers him some silly money. Well, then also the leader of his country kind yeah. of came out and said, "No, he's not done. You're never." And done. he's like a dictator, yeah. or something like that. Like, I'm sure. And yeah, then it got a little they sketchy. Were like, there. Nah, bro, <laughs> you're not done. <laughs> but yeah, super good fight. A lot of, and I mean, Danny Gay. I think he learns a lot from it. I mean, I don't see him dropping his stock. Well, you know what? Much. I don't know if you heard his coach in that last round. He basically told him. Give me five minutes. We're setting up for the next fight too. Like go out hard. And yeah. he did. Yeah. You know, he rocked he never Korean stopped. a little bit yeah. and he was pushing the pace. So that helps him. Was it the fifth round yeah. that he definitely won? He won one of those. Was it either the fourth or the fifth? Dan definitely won. I would say the fifth. Okay. Was yeah, because he kind of zombie kind of took his foot off the gas a little bit and yeah, he caught him with some big shots. Yeah, he started well, that's when he started going body up, body up. Yeah. Um, next fight, uh Sergey Spivak uh defeating Alexio Linick in the co main event. Not, I, I don't know. This was a t- uh, My <laughs> note is Olenek has Lloyd Christmas's dad's haircut. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, I don't know if you've seen about 30 seconds into the first round. Every time Olenek took a step, it was. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, shout out to the guy. I mean, he's like 50 years old. But Spivak, like one thing that Olenek does well is grapple, right? Mm-hmm. He got pretty much out grappled. I mean, Spivak was able to stay on top of him and kind well, those, of control him. Well, those first two rounds. I felt like Olenek um, had him in some really bad spots. He went to that scarf hold yeah. in the first and got close, but the time kind of ran out. Yeah. Second, he tried to do the Ezekiel at first, and he kind of switched it to the scarf hold. But yeah. then after that, I think his cardio went out. Yeah. He was just throwing those big bombs. They were never going to land. Yeah. And he kind of – it seems like he kind of just throws that big right just to try to – if he doesn't land, maybe hook the neck so he can somebody. try to pull you in. I agree. So, Spivak moves on. He'll probably be ranked. Yeah, Olenek. Olenek was 15th. Yeah, so that would knock him into the rankings. Yeah, that's a good one for him, I guess. I'm mm-hmm. happy the heavyweight division has is like finally something again. Because mm-hmm. for a while, man, it was just... It was tough. I mean, it was like, okay, you have Kane and JDS, and then they have their three fights. I was like, I don't even remember one contender outside of those three. Yeah. Outside mm-hmm. of those. And then, you know, bef- but it used to be nice. You throw Brock in there or something. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Mark Hunt, and then... But like... The heavyweight's been like easily the most inconsistent. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe one twenty. Well, even before. But or imagine before then when it was like Orlovsky fighting freaking um, Tim Silva. Tim Silva every, yeah, every other week. week. Yeah. <laughs> but why? So why do you think that is though? Do you think it's just? Do you think it's it's just hard to find guys that are that big that are committed I, to being I, in shape? I, and I think that's part of it. You know, I feel like the superior athletes that are six six. 285 pounds are probably playing football yeah mm-hmm. and making that's a good point i mean when in, when it, the nfl water boy literally makes more than 90 percent of the ufc mm-hmm. roster yeah that's a problem well sure. even boxing you know imagine like deontay wilder if yeah. he would have took mma or even like anthony joshua like as, as huge as he is like there's yeah. just not a lot of that 
And, you know, when you see guys get their sh- their first fight in the UFC or Bellator, the heavyweights, if you're just like 3-0, and mm-hmm. you're probably getting a call. Yeah, they're. I mean, they did the same thing for uh, the women's tough. And, like, girls mm-hmm. were making their, like, professional debuts yeah. on yeah. tough. Yeah. And if you remember back when Kimbo was on that heavyweight thing, mm-hmm. I mean, they picked a couple of football players and guys yeah. with, like, one and two records. Yep. I'm like, that, if you go watch those fights, because I actually <laughs> went back and watched, uh, like, a sixty-minute highlight of that yeah. season, it's embarrassing. We got that they're Marcus like this guy's so Johnson. Go- yeah, yeah, they're like these guys are so good, and I'm like, but he can't even. I I was at IBJJ. Uh-huh. I don't know if uh, Sean uh, Sean McCorkle listens to this, but if he does, oh yeah, yeah, probably, I remember Sean. He'll probably he'll probably hate it, but <laughs> I was I was literally at IBJJ where Chris McCarsky was trying to teach a uh, triangle to Sean McCorkle, and Sean got into the UFC. By them saying he's like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. And I'm telling you, this dude oh, literally <clears throat> didn't know how to finish a triangle. Like, wow. he didn't understand to cut his angle to get the arm across. He just had a super padded record from, uh, what was it, LF, not LFA, but uh, uh, yeah. LFC yeah. in Indy, where his, like, brother, like, promoted it. Yeah. So, I mean, the heavyweights are just... Yeah, I mean, Mitriona's probably the best to come out of that. Mitriona's no joke, man. I've sparred yeah. that. I've sparred and rolled with him quite a bit. And I feel like he kind of leveled up once he got out of that, too, though. Like, yeah. Didn't Kyle roll with him, too? You guys both? Yeah, so we I've rolled with him a lot at Justin Curtis. We used to have Brotherhood at Performex. I rolled with him a couple times there. And then he was a Purdue football player, so every now yeah. and then I'd, I'd meet up with him at Impact Zone. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I remember I was rolling with him at Impact Zone, and he grabbed my wrist. I'm like, dude, this dude's hand is just so silly. Yeah. Oof. And, uh, we, you know, you, I definitely don't want to go, like, hard on him. Yeah. So I was only, like, maybe 205 or something, and I pa- I kind of hit this little quick, like, little Toriando-type pass. Uh-huh. And then I kind of like, oh, I was like, I kind of feel like a, like a, not a nice person for passing his yeah. guard super quick because he gave me top. So I kind of like let him regain guard. Yeah. And he literally just leg pressed me and threw me across the room. <laughs> and then, uh, then after that, I sat guard. But I mean, he's such a so, strong dude. So he was at impact zone while he was playing football at Purdue. Like he was no. already training or was no, no, he's after, after. Okay. This was like <clears throat> three years ago or so. Oh, okay. Four I years ago. Yeah. He was, it he's is among, ca- his leg kicks hurts and his oh, jab yeah. <clears throat> like he's like one of those guys where he, i don't know how someone like is able to get hit by him as mm. as much as like i've seen yeah. him hit people because he hits so hard yeah like it's not even knock you out it just hurts yeah just his pain when he throws a jab the funniest thing about that heavyweight season is probably like one of my favorites though like just for the sheer entertainment factor of it but yeah it didn't really produce i mean like roy nelson was another good one that oh, came yeah. out of there but yeah it didn't really produce. that marcus darkness didn't ever yeah. turn out to big, anything big baby well like brendan yeah. Schaub's probably like top three or four to come out of that season and so that tells yeah. you just listen to rampage be a terrible coach and with <laughs> yeah. his antics titties yeah titties call that dude too uh, jensen jensen yeah the jensen. little baby jensen's in the, <laughs> in the shower tearing the I door mean, apart I, yeah i just think those guys that are that size you know what i mean they just mm-hmm. do other things because they're so much more money and like obviously that's like the top one percent and you know what it, it almost looks like a lot of the except for outside of like francis because you know remember with junior and kane the heavyweight started losing weight to be quicker and last yeah, longer correct that happened in the brock lesnar switched yeah, that yeah. too because it used to be like a 240 pound heavyweight and you mm-hmm. good example frank Mir. and then when he fought brock the second time he was like i was way undersized so he beefed <clears> up yeah but now they're slow and then then you then yeah. you had the Kane, so everyone's like, I got to be quick. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like having just being two sixty five, but also quick. Like yeah, Francis, it's like, you know, you have Derek Lewis and Francis, but a, a lot of the prospects kind of seem like 
205ers that bulked. Well, look at like Stipe. He said he wants to go again with Francis, but he's like, I got to get bigger. And Mm -hmm. he lost weight for the next, you know, that second fight. For the next second Francis fight, he lost weight. And Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, that was a mistake. That's what makes it crazy to think about DC as good as he was as a heavyweight. Because I don't, there's no way Francis could ever make 205. No. And somehow DC yeah. did it. Derek Lewis would never make 205. I don't DC like. was smaller than them, though. Yeah. DC could have made 85 if he was if he was more disciplined. I can see, yeah. Like on, you know, diet regimen. Ooh, that would have been scary. Here, here, here's one of the scariest things that I feel like no one will ever talk about is if Fedor wanted to go 205. Yeah. Because Fedor, mm. if you look at he just walked around at 230 and fought. Yeah. yeah. So And he had a little bit of a belly. So if he wanted to shred up a little bit and go 205, imagine him versus like Chuck Liddell and him oh, running the 205 dude, division. Mm. Back him and Tito. Especially back then. Yeah. 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 Uh, next fight, Marlon <sighs> Chito Vera defeating our boy, Wavy Davy Grant, by unanimous decision. Oh, you're mad about that. I'm really upset about it. Mm. I love Wavy Davy. I'll be honest. But Cheeto looked really good. This might be a top five fight of the year for me. It was a really good fight. Uh, I didn't feel like Grant was ever really all the way no. out of it. No, he, he was cra- Even in the third round, oh, he was still landing throwing big heat shots. And like, even in the grappling exchanges, it was like everything was back. tense. The, the grappling was fun. Oof. They were the transitions. Mm-hmm. Um... Man, I think the difference for Vera, which I hadn't really seen, at least personally in his game, was the the close elbows and the mm-hmm. clinch. Like he was pulling them in and then just like landing these crazy elbows from you crazy saw the angles. Quote he, he posted today about how John Jones like inspired him. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, mm. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Real I can quick. see okay. that. Yeah, I, you know, and I think. He definitely came out slow because Grant put it on him. I feel like in that, I, I feel like the thirty twenty seven and or the thirty twenty six call was really bad. That was horrible, and everybody else was twenty nine twenty eight. One judge did have it twenty nine twenty seven, so they did give a ten eight to yeah. Barris, but they still at least gave. I just think these Davey ten the eights are getting a little extreme, man. Well, so I've heard different breakdowns though, and they said ten nines are technically only supposed to be reserved for a really close round, but one guy kind of slightly edges it. Mm-hmm. And then a 10, eight is if a guy yeah. kind of completely, and I, I could kind of see that from that standpoint, if that is the language of it. Yeah. But it, it really wouldn't have made much of a difference. Cause at the end of the day, I do think Vera won the second, third round. Mm-hmm. I would give the first round to Davey, but yeah. like you said, I think Davey Grant, he was in it. And I'm not just saying that. Cause I'm and I'll be honest. That. I feel like if, if Davey Grant was 28, like Cheeto, and, there, yeah. and he had these skills he had, he would be probably, you know, a couple fights away from being... I don't know. He said that the dad, the grown man Oh, yeah, strength. dad's strength. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I thought about this fight? It makes you really appreciate how good Aldo still is. Yeah, good point. I mean, to, to see point. what he's doing, to see what Cheeto's doing, and then see what Aldo was able to do. Yeah. Like, it's kind of crazy. So, man, for, for Cheeto, though, I mean, there's so many fights for him, too, because you got, like... Uh, that's thirty five, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. bantamweight. So I mean, is Barbosa is a forty? No, he's forty five. Yeah, he's right? forty five. Yeah, he went so down from fifty five. That wouldn't work. Yeah. Do you see who he called out? Uh-uh. He called out Cruz oh, at the that's end of right. his in the string. Yes. He's like, "Hey, Cruz, let's go, let's do this." And then Cruz low key ducked him. That'd be a great. Cruz one. was like. I respect him. He's trying to climb up the ladder and fight guys, but I'm trying to climb up the ladder too. And it's like, no, you just seen what that guy did. Yeah. And you don't want no parts of them leg kicks and them elbows. So the quote from Cheeto was, or Cheeto Vera was, the elbow is something that I worked basically my whole life. I love the elbows. I was inspired by John Jones when I was a kid who throws better elbows than Johnny Bones. I just love the fact that they make you bleed. I feel the fighters break and I feel like they don't like them. I love that. And that's pretty much, I mean, I don't know if he necessarily broke Davey, but dude, the more he was landing those elbows, I mean, every time he was just, you could see more cuts opening up mm-hmm. and the more blood that was running. I think, I don't know, like, if you're in a fight 
And because like you feel like sometimes if guys are in a fight and like you know you're bleeding, does that start messing with your head? So I, I, I generally don't take a lot of damage. You know, just I have real good defense on the ground and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Dan, I almost feel like because he bleeds damn near every yeah. fight. Like he wakes up. <laughs> yeah, like I that's like, like water. Oh. Dan, I remember <laughs> yeah. Dan saying he just doesn't get kind of going until he's been hit a couple times yeah. or. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I can't really speak on the blood because I've never. Yeah. I, I mean, two- I I remember I elbowed my second fight. I fought a guy named Dakota Kunkler, and this was before MMA was sanctioned in Indiana, so mm-hmm. I could throw elbows as an amateur. Mm-hmm. I remember I was had him in guard, or I was on top guard, and I grabbed a collar tie and I. Uh, did like a post elbow and just okay. slid him on the nose and the arm and underneath the eye and I'm like oh, mentally God. that just did a lot for me as confidence because I just oh, like dude confidence. I just sliced yeah. that dude mm-hmm. yeah so I think there's two types of people I think there's like yeah. the you know somebody like Dan or whatever who's just like oh this is cool but then you see other guys who they start wiping and looking at it and it starts you could tell yeah. they're thinking about it I mean it definitely gets in your eyes yeah mm-hmm. well that's I think that's kind of where Davey was I think it just kind of like. Maybe he was unsure about it or just kind of maybe it was getting in his eyes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think it definitely was giving confidence to yeah. for Vera. <clears throat> and and Davey kind of faded a little bit. And I too. think Davey's kind of he's kind of making himself into that Cerrone type for me where it's like I'll watch him fight anybody <laughs> at any way. And I will say uh, my little synopsis is it was a really bad night for the good nicknames. Yeah. Uh, the guy we were talking about earlier who lost to the um, other Asian guy. Julian Juicy J Rosa. Oh yeah, Juicy J. I was like, I was kind of pulling for him. That didn't work. Obviously, Wavy Davy. He's dangerous, Davy. But we call him Wavy Davy here on the yeah. show. Oh yeah. And then Fifty K Egay. That's a good point. That's that's one of the best nicknames. Yeah, I've ever heard. it was just a bad name for nicknames. And did you hear how uh, Cruz kept on saying Egay's name wrong? Like almost the Iga. whole plot. Was he saying I go or something Iga, like yeah. that? I don't understand why he was doing that. I've never heard it pronounced like that. No. And everybody was like, the other broadcasters were saying Ige. I'm like, yeah. why are you saying it like that? He finally corrected it like at the very, very end. And I was just, I was dying. Well, somebody with the nickname Immortal definitely didn't disappoint. <sighs> Matt Brown, boy. The people's <laughs> champ. The second round knockout punch. I got to go straight to John. Do you regret picking against your boy? Hundred percent. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. I've been getting burnt by my favorites who are older. They just don't show up the same. I get it. And and for being honest, if you watch the fight, he didn't look in a great position. Those leg kicks were landing hard. He was looking real kind of slow and kind of stoic. But when it lands, it lands, man. It's just crazy. People that have that that type of like striking where at any point the fight could be over. Like, yeah, you're just like, like kind of like with a Nate Diaz last week where it's like, dude, when you, when you got hands like that, it just doesn't really, mm-hmm. you're never out of a fight ever. Yeah. No, I, like I said, I, I didn't feel great. Obviously I had, um, cause I had to go back and watch that one cause I was uh, doing some with my dad, but I, I knew it was happening, but as I'm watching the fight, I was like, man, how does he get to this point? Yeah. Because Lima was laying, landing a lot of leg kicks, like I said, and he was moving a lot, and Brown had some issues kind of hunting him down, but yikes. Yeah. yeah. I, it's It didn't even look like it hit in the type of way that should have just folded right. him on his face like that. Yeah. Yeah. Another good one. Oh, yeah. Another good fight night. Great well, card. Let's move on to some PFL real quick. Glayson Tebow defeating Roy McDonald via split decision. Really controversial. The worst decision I don't know I've if either seen. of you guys watched that. I, I did, yeah. but I the second it happened, I just Ugh. saw every like MMA no, post crazy. I followed. I watched like, it and it crazy. wasn't even it shouldn't even have been close. I watched it too. Like I don't get T-Bow, it. T Bow every flurry he threw was getting blocked for the most part. How but, juice did he look? Oh <laughs> come on. Can you make it juicy? I think it was literally literally coming out of his neck, like just <laughs> yeah. oozing out. So but, are they under USADA? I don't know. 
I don't know what PFL is. I would imagine they probably have something, but there's no way it's like the, like, I don't know if it's USADA because like, you know, back in the UFC days when they were still drug testing day of, they were like, dude, it was a joke. Like anybody could kind of get by it. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I could think, cause I, I tried to watch it subject, like even though I had watched it, I tried to watch it back and see like where the only thing I could think, which maybe you could kind of shed light on is Roy kept going for that um, where he would kind of go across the shoulder and frame, and then he was kind of trying to pick the ankle or get like mm-hmm. a low single to pick oh, okay. that leg up. But he kept doing it over and over and over. He had success with it in like the first round and a half. Mm-hmm. And then he just didn't really, he kind of was, I think T-Bow kind of realized what was going on, but he kept doing it. So, so I don't stuffing know. the takedowns? Yeah. So. so they've changed the rules a little bit, but for the most part, you can't reward defense. And it's the same mm-hmm. like grappling. So like if you were mounted and I did a, like a hip escape, hip escape, butterfly guard, launcher back, full guard. Yeah. That's great jujitsu, but I don't get points for mm-hmm. regaining guard. Yeah. Even though I know that's really tough and that's good jujitsu, you get points for offense. Mm-hmm. And same with wrestling, you don't get points for stuffing a takedown and yeah. defending. So, do you, I mean, I don't it, know if they just saw it as like desperation, like, oh, he's not. Well, and I know. T-Bow was moving forward, but he wasn't doing anything. No. Like I, I've never seen a, a it decision was crazy. this bad. I don't like the rule center of whoever controls a center. Because, yeah. I mean, it doesn't even make sense because you guys have Wonder Boy, guys like Wonder Boy and even is like he? Darren Till. Is, yeah. You know, that all kind of move around the yeah. outside. Like when I spar Schaefer specifically, I'm always moving forward, but I'm often getting hit way yeah. more trying mm-hmm. to close the distance. Yeah. Well, you had the – sometimes you do have those weird – like uh, was it Machida and <clears throat> Bader one? Where Machida kind of stayed on the outside and just kind of threw a little bit of jabs and just kept like circling, or maybe it was or Quentin was it Rampage? He had one like really like it was yeah. like a counter striker. He's a counter striker. He wasn't really getting approached as much, so it was kind of like a yeah a bad fight. But no, this was by far the worst decision I've well, ever like, seen. Yeah, well, there was like a Kimbo was it Houston Alexander his first <laughs> UFC fight, yeah. and Alexander just spun the whole time, mm-hmm. and Kimbo just like stood in the middle, but he didn't do anything. I but mean, I will say this: it didn't. Luckily, it didn't mess with. Rory getting yeah, out of the tournament. Already qualified. But the fight that it, it puts him in is a yeah. lot tougher than <laughs> yeah. it would have been if he would have won. Yeah, because he's fighting that... Um, uh, Cooper. Ray Cooper, which yeah. is the next result, yes. Uh, Ray oh. Cooper, the third, defeating Nikolai Alakashakhanin. Yeah. Via unanimous decision. Dude, have you seen this Ray Cooper at all? I haven't. Hawaiian, so he's a Hawaiian um, state wrestling champion, which... You know, it's not. No, that doesn't mean too much. Doesn't mean too much, but I'm telling you, bro. Like, even if his wrestling, like his wrestling into MMA is, I mean, the way that he changed things mm-hmm. together. If this guy doesn't find a way to fight in the UFC at some point, I think it's going to be. And his striking, he throws. That's the thing. Just heat. It's like Tyron Woodley with offensive wrestling, mm-hmm. almost like yeah, he's, seventy. Yes, he's yeah. a seventy year, and he doesn't. And he's he's. He has kind of that Hawaiian. Yeah, I'm going to get into yes. dog fights and I take yeah. damage. That's why he does have some losses. Sure. But what the the sum of his skill is? Whew. Yeah, and he didn't wrestle collegiately. Uh, I don't fighting. know. I don't think. I so. I think they said him, his brother, and now his like little sister are yeah. all like Hawaiian state. Wrestling yeah, his team. family is all from wrestling. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there. I mean, it just holds so much more weight in other states saying a mm-hmm. state champ. Yeah, and then like I don't know how Hawaii is, but like Ohio, you can say I'm Ohio state champ, but they have different states. 
So oh, like really? in, in India, in like football, for instance, <clears throat> like I think like Eastern or <clears throat> McQuanaqual or somewhere like that. So like or Lewis 5A, Cass, 4A. Yeah, like Lewis Castle is like a 1A state football champ. But oh. obviously if they go play Carmel or Westfield or Ben Davis, ben or, Davis or Lawrence they North, smoked. they're getting Warren smoked. Central. But that's, but they're pulling from a class of 120 people yeah. or, you know, 120, opposed to 2,000. So mm-hmm. Indiana is different because the state doesn't matter. Little 2A, I think they may be 3A in, in wrestling, but 2A Western was the semi-state champs at Fort Wayne okay. semi-state, which is, I mean, they have a lot. Yeah. All the Fort Wayne schools, Yorktown. So they don't separate So everybody goes against everybody. So Correct. when they, so you're saying that with Ohio. So when people say like Jake and Logan Paul were Ohio state wrestling champs, it's not They're, as they big. Weren't, they weren't state champs. They were though. runner up, I think. Oh, okay. Sorry. But even yeah. still to get yeah, runner gotta, up you, in Indiana is a big deal. Oh, I mean, you're, I mean, like if you're a runner up in Indiana, I mean, you're going to basically whatever school. Yeah. You know, but you can it, go to damn near any school you want. But you're saying in Ohio that might, them it getting may, that might not be as big of a deal. Correct. It depends on what, like, okay. what, obviously they're going to be nasty wrestlers. Sure. But like, if you're like a 3A or like a division three Ohio high school wrestling. Okay. That mm-hmm. may, that's not as good as the division one guys. I didn't even know that. I thought they don't call it division, but it's something like yeah, how we it. have it. Right. It's, but I don't know if Hawaii has that, but, and then like I said, Hawaii is not like a wrestling. Right. Say, I mean, you're Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, Pennsylvania, yeah. and Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. And, you know, Oklahoma, you know, they, but like those, the first five I mentioned, those are the big ones. If you are a mm-hmm. state champ there yeah. or even a state placer, I mean, you're nasty. What about like when you get into like North, South Dakota, Montana? Like, is there, like, I bet guys you Montana's come out of that? got some boys, <laughs> I mean, some thick boys. I know. Out there. just like, I mean, maybe not. I don't, I, I don't think so. I mean, it, it really comes, in my opinion, it comes down to, uh, like, Indiana's really nice because they have, like, CIA. So, like, a lot of guys will drive to Indianapolis just with the best guys to go train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, who who are guys in Hawaii training with? You know sure, what I mean? yeah. Do they have... Probably they, just in Hawaii. Right. Do they have crazy training partners? Are they going to wrestling camps mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. with, you know, Olympic medalists? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a big, interesting. That's a big thing. And, you know, some of these states, like a Montana, kids are probably, like, it's... You know, big agriculture and stuff like yeah. that. So you're probably just going. Well, most I'm sure, I'm sure they're tough, but like yeah. I said, are they are they training with yeah. Olympic champs or Olympic medalists or NCAA champions? And that well, that's the problem they have even in football in those states is there's not enough kids to even fill teams. So they do like a lot of seven on seven. So like when these colleges are recruiting these kids out of like Montana's or Idaho's or something, it's like yeah, but he's not playing eleven on eleven real mm-hmm. football. You know, because they're, they're not just, playing the competition. Right, I mean, like there's so like. If you're saying, you know, football and you're out of Texas, I mean, the there's so many more kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how, how many people does Montana have? Like a couple of thousand yeah. people in the whole state? That's like crazy. Like know. Carson yeah. Wentz, North Dakota. Yeah. He had to go. Th- Is he uh, from there, though? Yeah, I believe okay. so. Um, And he he had to go. They were what? Um, Division two. Yeah. I don't think they were Division one. But, you know, you see some of those standouts. Yeah, like, well, like Brock Lesnar. Didn't he come from, like, Montana, South Dakota, South Dakota. Like that. and then he yeah. showed up at a resident tournament. And everyone's like, "Who's this Who kid?" This kid? <laughs> yeah. So like, you get freaks like that, but yeah. like, and most of the guys are going to come from where they're supposed to. Yeah, come you're from. either yeah. you're either naturally like a one in a thousand kid, or you get better from being around other people who are yeah. good. Sure. And I'm excited. I mean, the thing about Ray Cooper though is in MMA, he's gotten his wrestling to translate really well, and I'm really excited <laughs> to see how he can do that against Roy because I have a ton. Of, I mean, Roy is a beast, man. I know he's not in the UFC, and but he is. Is, he's, he's a top 170, top five probably. Easy. I it's, think so too. It's just so crazy how he's, and I don't know if it's a mental thing, but I know he has all the talent in the world, but he's struggled to put it together against certain people. Yeah. yeah. He's I mean, had some tough, like, 
Were you tough losses? Yeah, even like coming just, out of Bellator, like because I, th- I feel like he could fight and be boring and win. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. also I think he likes to be nasty, a little bit nasty because yeah. he's a freak. I think he's a beast and that's Hot a, wife too. And I have so much respect. I mean, even his yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even his grappling and stuff. So if Ray can go in there in this next fight and kind of have a performance like he did last, mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> and it sucks too for Rory because. You know, Glayson T-Bow winning that didn't do nothing for T-Bow because T-Bow was 0-1 in PFL. So. And it goes against his record. That's yeah. the thing, too. So you get fights like that. It's just like, that sucks, man. Um, but it was definitely a good card, though. Yeah. Chris Camozzi was on it. I he, like Chris Camozzi. Yeah, he, he beat Fiera. Yeah. I think. Really? He, he used to be one of my favorites. Yeah. When he was in the UFC Is there. Is Brandon Vera PFL? No, he's one. one. Yeah, I think he's their heavyweight, heavyweight yeah. champion. Yeah, he used to be one of my favorites too. He was a beast, dude. I like Chris Camozzi. Wasn't it? We were just talking about that. Wasn't Brandon Vera the one that like slapped? I bongo? thought it was Tiago Silva. He did the bongos on uh, somebody's butt when they were. I yeah, thought Tiago Silva. Silva did it to him. Yeah. Okay. Because he was like down on like a single leg or something and wouldn't let it go, and he just started. I yeah, Thiago Silva did it to him, okay. and then he threw thought, elbows. He yeah. tried to elbow him when he did it. Yeah, I yeah. Him. He was on the cage and he was like on a single leg, and he just started going like yeah. that. And he just throws an elbow back. Dude, anybody that doesn't know who Brandon Vera is, if you're too young, go back and watch some of his old fights. His kickboxing. He, mm-hmm. he was like my favorite guy to play with on the UFC yes. games. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, his striking was disgusting. He's gonna get bro. kicked in the head for sure. Next thing we got another who's number one card this past Friday night. Oh, another what? good one, man. Main event was Craig Jones defeating Ty Ruotolo via unanimous decision. We'll go to Jacob. How good? Well, we know how good Craig Jones is, but how good is Ty Ruotolo? They're ser- they're silly. I mean, both the brothers. They're yeah. so nasty. I mean, they obviously you know they're only they're I think they're eighteen, nineteen. I think they're mm-hmm. nineteen. Nineteen to be yeah. like an eighty <clears throat> to be at the ADCC level and yeah. to go main against event. those guys and to be. Yeah, the main event, man, as a as a pressure as a nineteen year old kid, that's crazy. And to go against top two guy in it, maybe three in yeah. his entire in the world in his weight mm-hmm. class, and he's going up. And to, yeah. you know, just I mean, just for surviving is a win. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, Craig that had to is, weigh like two hundred pounds, right? By the time yeah, the match. Craig, I mean, Craig walks around like two hundred, like two fifteen. I think ties like maybe one fifty, one sixty. No, he's a little bit more. He's probably one seventy, one seventy five. Big uh, big Matt. I mean, he lost, but I mean. Craig can't feel too good because he had he was in some good positions. I saw, I saw some of the positions like the, he was a, he had a yeah. nasty knee bar. Yeah, and Ty got out of everything. Uh, once again, how good? How good is Mikey Musumeki Musumeci uh, defeating Juni Ocasio? Another unanimous decision, but not a boring match at all. Mikey is he's he's a different level. I mean, he's yeah. if you go watch like his. Uh, he does like a lot of like technique videos and just mm-hmm. how he talks and thinks about jujitsu. All he thinks about. is is a little different. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. John Don here's the same yeah. way. They think about it differently. He's one of the guys that thinks about jujitsu differently. And his I'm so excited. I've been waiting to watch him transition to Nogi, Nogi for a long time. Just to see if all of his Baron Bull and inverting and like the crab rides and stuff like that, that works really good. And yeah. I mean it it shows. And he's only I mean, this is what, his only like second or third match at Black Belt yes. in Nogi. Yeah. So I mean that's a big difference. And he wasn't just like a like, I do the gi, but I would say I'm more of, like, a no-gi guy. Mm-hmm. When he's a gi guy, he is a gi guy. He specifically, everything he does involves yeah. grips and mm-hmm. playing with that grip. Like, De La Hiva is not an easy 
position when you're running no gi because you don't have the belt, you don't have the sleeve, you don't have the collar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a way different position. So I'm super impressed. I cannot wait to see what he does. Cade Ruotolo ties twin brother defeating Cole Franson via buggy choke. I thought that was it. He's so like just like his that. second or third. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, dude, Ty almost hit Craig with it like yeah. a couple times. Um, but it's kind of a cool choke. I liked it. Uh, one match that I really loved was Will, Andrew Wilty defeating Gabriel Almeida via submission. Literally 13 minutes, Almeida was pretty much in control. Wilty was kind of playing guard. They they kind of battled. And Almeida was winning because every five minutes, the judges say who they think's winning. And Almeida was in both of them. And uh, Wilty's corner yelled, literally, like, do it for Panda. And he just, like, flipped this switch and in three minutes got off his back, wrestled up, got to Almeida's back. He's got to be on his way to some pretty big matches. Oh, yeah. Well, well he's, he's Nicky Ryan now. They mm-hmm. did. They announced that ADCC uh, road to ADCC. Yeah. Uh, you have that card. I sent it to you, I think. But yeah, I he, think he is Nikki Ryan, and I am super excited for that one. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to see his passing versus Nikki's guard. Yeah. That is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, cause I think he dropped down to 85. I think is because he was up at like 200. I think yeah. he said he wants to do 85. So, Nikki Ryan. I mean, Craig. Jo- yeah, Craig he's not a very Jones. tall guy. No, dude, his lower body is like his legs, his oh, calves. He's, he's just legs. massive, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just all. I, legs. I told you I refed his matches at Gracie. Yeah. Nationals. Yeah. The kid's a freak, man. He was a, he was a purple belt or blue, blue belt. belt. Yeah. They tried to put him in the purple belt, and That's they said, I got to talk to my coach, and they said no because it'll mess with his IBGF because he's like mm. <clears throat> a gi, no gi, pan yeah. champ at every belt level. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's black belt, if he's won everything yet at black belt, but good man, he, he, was at the, he was in the blue belt absolute, and every probably 15 to 20 seconds, he was coming back asking for his next round because he tapped the guy <laughs> before crazy. him. Pedagos made uh, – when we talked of you know earlier in the year and even early episodes of how to make jujitsu exciting, I think they've done a really yes. good job of building that. I th- yeah. yeah, I mean, I think they they probably are they have more recognition oh. now than the death Weird. squad. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is crazy. And last one I threw on there uh, was Mikhail Galveo defeating Oliver Taza because are you familiar with this Galveo kid? He mm-hmm. trains at Fight Sport. Yeah, he's, like he's nasty. Seventeen, eighteen years did you, old. Did you watch him roll a cyborg? No. Dude, he hit cyborg with this nasty, nasty Dude, foot sweep in he, a training session. Yeah, and he's like this little, he moved here from Brazil mm-hmm. just to train yeah. down there. And really humble, too. Really cool kid. Yes. If you watch his interviews. He's one I'd love to try to get on here, he's, but just super. He, he's doing, uh, so he, he's, Gordon gave him a shout out, and then mm-hmm. he was like, well, I'd like to honor the king and maybe go against his little brother because yeah. I, I want the tough matches. But yeah. I was like, dude, what a freak, man. Yeah, and his and wrestling. Taza's, I mean, Taza's yeah. world class. I mean, he's 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 like the bridesmaid. He's yeah. not the bride, but he's pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his wrestling looked really good. And they were like, how'd you learn that? Being, you know, Brazilians aren't supposed to have wrestling. And he's mm-hmm. like, but he said after Mikey in his last match said that he's training 12 hours a day, no gi. Mm-hmm. Mikhail said that his dad was like, we're not doing enough. Like we got to be training more. And he said, wrestling is one of the biggest things. Mm. So it is. And it's also nice to have this resurgence of these young guys. Oh, it's getting, the sport's getting younger. These 18 to 20 guys are faster, younger, Mm -hmm. stronger. Yeah. That's why it'll be interesting to see Nikki Ryan taking the steps up against these other younger guys that are Nikki Rod too. He's young. I mean, Nikki yeah. Ryan, he, you know, he's definitely young, but he's almost to the point where he's kind of like a vet now because <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's, you know, he did ADCC against four years ago against uh, he lost against AJ Agazarm yeah. yeah. in a real close match, and then mm-hmm. this last time he did pretty good. I don't remember who he lost to. Um, uh, I'd have to I'd have yeah. to look it up. But he's he's done two ADCCs, and I mean. 
Yeah, I, I just know Gordon said he wanted big. him to compete more. So as these he young should. dudes are coming up, it's yeah. there's a lot of good matches. Mikey Musumeci versus Gio. That is going to be yeah. Do, run through those so that because they announced it on the thing, I had missed it. But go ahead and run through those. They're doing. Is it a card? Yeah. So it's a it's a road to eighty cc card. Yes. Mm. Uh, so the main event is uh, Kanan Durante versus uh, uh, Mateus Dennis from uh, Marcel Garcia. Mm. Uh, Mateus is, I think he's a little bit smaller than Kanan. Kanan's Otto's guy, but yeah. I mean, those are the two best guys in like their respective weight class. You know, now that Gordon's out, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanan mm-hmm. beat Nikki Rod twice. Yeah. And then Craig Jones versus uh, Lucas Barbosa. That's me. Good it was fun watching uh, Gordon poke fun at Luca <laughs> or Lucas Barbosa saying that he said if. Uh, his technique's so bad that if he has to go against anyone under 200 pounds, he's screwed because he literally just relies on strength. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be good. Craig Jones is well. I can't. I haven't watched Ultimate Fighter yet. Mm, I'm but, a, I know we. I got. I didn't either. Yeah, I need yeah. to get. I was watching Loki. I got to get on it. But this I. Week. But I know. I watched uh, Volkanovski and him on the Joe Rogan. Yeah. He was saying how like how he was basically just pulled pranks the and whole time. He did a said he did a COVID test and pretended he. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it was Ortega's or, or put it in his butt. Yeah, and then said it was this is Ortega's COVID <laughs> yeah. test after put it in his butt. So I can't wait for that. And yeah. then. Uh, uh, Nikki Ryan versus Dante Leon. That is mm, going to be. Uh, did I say Andrew Wiltsey was versus? That's versus Roberto uh, Jimenez. Jimenez. Yeah. yeah. So mm. Dante versus Nikki. I mean, that's again the top two to yeah. three guys in their weight class. You know, Dante. Man, he's Jeez. he did a tournament. He won the tournament I put on here in Kokomo. He's a he's a different kind of athlete. Yeah. And then uh, Gio versus Mikey Musumeci. Oh. That's going to be, dude. I'm telling you, Gio, Gio could be one of those guys where he just underperforms, and then he's a guy that like you're like, oh man, how did he beat that guy? Yeah, because he beat that Hadam. His what the guy that the black guy that oh, just grappled. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Hadam. You asked me about. it. I know because I thought you had competed against. Yeah, so I was supposed to, and I, I I had him. He won the tournament that I got hurt in. Basically, like Francis Ngannou that can grapple. Yeah, he's <laughs> dude. This guy, I I like I said I saw him. I shook his hand. I told him I was a big fan. I yeah. was like, I hope I get a match with him. He's out of Detroit. Yeah, he's out of Detroit Jiu-Jitsu mm-hmm. with Dave Garmo. And he's like 6'7", <sighs> 2, yeah. 15, yeah. just athlete. He's like, why are you not playing basketball? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and now he grapples. And they did a, a quintet. And, G, and that Hadan guy had beat everyone on the 10th Planet team. Yeah. And Eddie Bravo was like, go get this back for your brother. Gio being 135 pounds, yeah. going against this big athletic dude. Slapped on a guillotine and choked him out with a mounted guillotine, getting it, getting the back for his brother. And then uh, Elizabeth Clay and Anna Anna Caroline. I don't really know her, but obviously Elizabeth Clay. Mm-hmm. She, she well, she was just at an indie. Oh, was uh, she? AJ Klingerman put a uh, women's role models camp on, and she was in it. I think she won mm-hmm. like female grappler of the year last oh, year or I'm something sure. like she's, that. She's so silly. Yeah. Uh, San- Sancia was telling me how uh, how strong she said she didn't like roll with her, but she like did some like drilling kind really? of work and said she's so strong. Oh, I'm sure. And then uh, Wiltsey and uh, Jimenez, that's going to be yeah. that. That's going to be like that. Probably will be match of the year. Oh yeah, I'm super excited for it. Um, that's July 17th. Nice. Ooh, oh, day of the, the day of the fight. Yeah, call some combat. There's another UFC fight that night too. Mm, it's all right. That's, that's a big combat night. Ooh, is, is that the? That's going to be a big Poye episode. Connor. No. I think it is, bro. Unless it's July, no, it's July tenth. July seventeenth was the Yair Max main event. Oh, okay, okay. So it'll be like a fight night. Let's <laughs> say I don't think Mark. Somebody's getting disappointed. Mark yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do everything. Sorry, boys. Uh, real quick, also wanted to mention uh, Anderson Silva defeating uh, Julio Chavez Jr. last night. 
Probably one of the best box MMA to boxing performances I think we've seen. Oh yeah, I Just, mean Canelo came up and congratulated yeah, him. Looked really good. Nobody's. I mean the support that he's got. I know Jake Paul tweeted that he would be honored to have him and Roy Jones on the yeah, undercard t- against yeah. him. I mean and they've Tyron. been talking about Roy Jones fight for like fifteen years that, now. Yeah. That has to be it. It's got to. And honestly, I think he might cool put it that. on him because Roy Jones didn't look that great against Tyson, and yeah. he might have been a little weary of Tyson. Yeah. So but Anderson, and he trains so much. He's training his son now, so it's not like he. He's just in there that. hitting pads with an old guy. Yeah, uh, he looked good. He he did his, you know. You, it's been a long time since you've seen Anderson do the whole, you know, come on, bring it on, yeah. like being in that element. And yeah. I think he has the slickness and the length to really be a problem with somebody who's not going to be tech, super technical against him. Someone that hasn't, you know, they 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 don't fight like you know MMA fighters. They don't box like real boxers. So they come yeah. at those different, you know, those weird mm-hmm. little uppercuts, those weird angles, the switching stance, and you don't see a lot of. You know, people switching stances like Dominic Cruz in right. boxing. Mm-hmm. You don't like Lomachenko. Lomachenko the only person. It, but, would but, you see he was doing like that thing? He would like flick his heel and like hit his heel with his right glove and then throw a left. Like yeah, he was bro, just doing some just, crazy. I like stuff. that though. I well, respect that. That's like one of my favorite Anderson strikes was the Bisping fight, and he was standing in front of him and he hit him in his knee and then popped up and then well, hit him right in the well, face. Every time he would do that. Chavez Jr. would look down at it and then he'd just be like, Blow. He's so crafty, <laughs> dude. We, we, we do that where I'll like point at the ground and then fire it. Was awesome. quick. It was awesome. That, it I, works. It works. And I, I think he has a chance of some big paydays. Yeah. Get that man paid. He deserves yeah. it. He does man. deserve it. He's the GOAT. And I don't know how many other, like, I don't know how, G, I mean, we could see how GSP might be able to do, but I mean, Chavez Jr. had like a really good record. He's he had was, a lot of fights. Yeah. I mean, his dad is the bigger one in the family, right. but, you know, 30 some odd fights, three championships. Like, yeah. this people wasn't were a slouch. Worried. Yeah. People oh, were yeah. worried about Anderson in this fight. They were like, oh, I don't want to see that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like when he fought Adesanya. People were like, I don't want to see Anderson yeah. get knocked out. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't ever want to see him do MMA again, but do jujitsu and boxing, and I'm showing up every day. All day long. With it. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, uh, Jorge Masvidal's bare knuckle MMA was this past weekend. Jason Knight defeating Charles Crazy Horse. Did, did watch that? Yeah, I did too. Clapped him with that that yeah. uh, counter left right off right off, mm-hmm. right off the bat. I think you're gonna see just. I mean, anytime you get touched up with bare knuckle like that with these guys that hit hard, you're gonna get mm-hmm. yeah. you're gonna get cut up. Jason Knight, he's kind of a bleeder anyway. So he yeah, he bleeds quite Some, a bit. That but. eye seemed like it bothered him real. I don't know if he oh, broke yeah. it or something. He, but dude, after after he won, he was like immediately. Oh, like, that's the yeah. first thing he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he pointed to it and then. Former UFC lightweight Brock Weaver defeating Cliff Wright via TKO. I'd like to see Brock back in the UFC. I think he, he kinda, made a big call out. Yeah, he had a rough go in the UFC, but he's training with uh, Poirier, he said now. Mm-hmm. He's been his main training partner for this Connor fight, so I think he deserves it. I will say with that, if you look at the card, there was only one decision. Yeah. I think it's going to be Finnish City because so. jiu-jitsu is so much better without the gloves. Everything. And then you have the bare-knuckle It's like what he said. There's, yeah, every strike is meaningful And now. When, when you look at bare-knuckle boxing, they have to do it different, right? You're trying yeah. to get them to hit the top of your head or your arms. Take them off the floor. And when you're doing that, the takedown's right there. So you're going to have so many more. It'd be interesting to see the guys grapple without gloves, too. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we saw a little bit, but, like, really, yeah. like, a high-level grappler. Yeah. I feel like that's what it's going to get to. Like, if take somebody like... Damian Meyer or something where he doesn't have to worry about gloves. Mm-hmm. If he gets a hold of certain things now, there's not as much wiggle room in right. anybody who's just a little bit higher level. So Sure. Moving on, this Saturday, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this because uh, we can make picks, but obviously uh, no Brandon, so me and John can't jump too far ahead in the score on this. <laughs> uh, but this Saturday, there is another UFC fight night. Big one, Surreal Gone versus Alexander Volkov. Mm-hmm. Gone is coming in a perfect 8-0 in his MMA career after a big win over Jarzinho Rosenstrike in his last fight. He's ranked number three in the heavyweight division. Volkov's coming in on a 
two fight win streak as well with a big uh, finish over. Was it Overeem in his last one? Right? Yeah. Was it the Overeem? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Volk's ranked fifth right now in the heavyweight. So just a massive uh, fight in the heavyweight division where we know Lewis is next. Jones, we don't know what's up with him. So if Jones isn't ready to go, whoever wins this could easily mm-hmm. be after. I'd like to see Gone open up a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, show, he's, show he can finish. Dude, he's got this like. So he was, he was a kickboxer, obviously. We've talked about it, but he's had like, uh, I think one or two heel hook finishes. Well, mm-hmm. I think one, like his jujitsu is actually really nice too, mm-hmm. which is not easy to do in MMA, I feel like, f- right. to finish heel hooks. Yeah. Hooks, I'd be interested to see against when you get to Lewis and up. Some of the, because of some of the hesitancies could get you hit and hurt. Like yeah. some of these guys, you got to take out soon, or else you're going to be playing that. Am I going to get? Can knocked he out play game? that? What he did with yeah. Rosenstruck? Can he play that with Francis Nagano, where he just kind of stays on the outside, or is Francis yeah. too big, cover too much distance, and mm-hmm. hits too hard? Yeah, even so, Lewis. Yeah, went, Lewis too. 100%. Fifth round, he could hit you with something, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. <laughs> you just don't even know. And the co-main event is Tanner Bozer versus Ovent Saint. Uh, Bozer is making a quick turnaround. He just fought two weeks ago. He lost to Alir Latifi in a split decision. Uh, he is on a two-fight losing streak. OSP is moving back up to take another fight at heavyweight. Uh, his last fight in heavyweight division was a, a decision loss to Ben Rothwell. Uh, super interested to see OSP back at heavyweight, and I hope... Because the last one was kind of like a post-COVID, you know, just mm-hmm. one to fight, and I hope this he's really committed himself yeah, up to that division. I agree, because I feel like at 205... He just, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of massive two or five. Yeah, we talked about it a little last night. Yeah, he just doesn't have a lot of like um, momentum. Like he he does bursts. He doesn't he doesn't have a lot of like push. So I think his athleticism. I mean, he it's like the heavyweight. You can get away with not having as good a skill if you're super athletic. Mm -hmm. I think we've seen that a lot in the past. Yeah, former D one football player. So and I mean, you might have to. You might yep. have to rename the the submission after him because that oh the Saint Prue this dude's yeah. hit like four of don't them. Don't tell don't tell James Cleaver that. Why? <laughs> James has like two DVDs out on. Oh, the for sure. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just crazy that he's found this niche. I mean, just that broad football shoulder build. Yeah, I mean, how but, big he is. He likes to throw a lot of the lead front kick. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to see him, you know, just be more athletic. Yeah, kind of like uh, you know, that Tom Aspinall we said. Yeah, we talked uh, about him. You know, he's just he's just athletic yeah mm-hmm. so let's let's use some of the athleticism let's not rely on like just the one punch knockout power yeah let's set up some stuff i don't like the hands down kind of moving around he's not, real a, unorthodox, not, a, not a heavy yeah yeah and i mean like he also fought john jones to a decision too you know? he beat really? Corey anderson he's he's got some really good wins i know it's so weird hot cold i i would i'd be honest i'd be curious to how much he's trained because like you're like oh he lost but is he out there training 100 percent putting well, the two days in probably probably wasn't yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I mean, I'd like to. It, I'd like to. I've been an OSP fan for a long time. Yeah, yeah Strike Force. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see him recommit himself a heavyweight and really give oh, it yeah. all. Mm-hmm. I think he could legitimately be a title contender. Yeah, hundred percent. I could see it. You know, we talk all the time about these fighters who don't go to big camps and have just like the same <clears> trainer <throat> since they came in, and yeah, sometimes not. You know, my, and we talk about heavyweight struggling to have training partners and stuff so hopefully he can well that's been one of the biggest knocks on his career is that you know people are always like man like go train somewhere bigger at a bigger because he trains somewhere in like nashville at a smaller gym my actually a buddy that i play xbox with or i used to his name's jr Uh he actually was training with him oh really he was training with samuel braga for a little bit and it's a it's a legit gym down there in Mm -hmm. nashville but it's not you know the the yeah. mega super right. gym. Yeah. So I, I'd like to see, but but then again, you got to go. 
I think it'd be cool to go watch him go, you know, go spar like Darren Till and, and Tom Aspinall oh, yeah. or those guys. Yeah. He, need, he just need big training or even partners. Better looks. Or even doing some cross training at the PI or whatever in Vegas. Yeah. Like, just do mix it up. The problem, the problem is who you're going to train with guys. Because isn't Francis training there mostly right now? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're in extreme couture. Mm-hmm. I think extreme he couture. utilizes the PIs like meal preps what and all too? that. Yeah, but I think he mainly was with uh, that. Uh, Eric Nipsick or Nick mm-hmm. Sick or maybe Katrina. go go up to Stipe. That's what I was about style. to say because I've heard they. I mean, just because like we're so local, it sounds like a lot of people say Stipe is like always dying for training. Like yeah. a lot of people in the Midwest, like mm-hmm. pro heavyweights, have been like, "Yeah, I've trained with Stipe just because he's always looking for people." Yeah. And he's not going to be here for very long. I imagine he right. probably only has I, a couple fights, one or, one or two, so he could pass yeah. kind of on. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, he could go. You know, if he finds his way back to a title fight, he could win that and just be like, "Yep, yeah, I'm good." That's Nashville, all. Ohio, don't, don't want to fight anymore. Anymore uh, African war fighters no. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just stop that right now. Yeah, uh, I all, hear it. Also, uh, PFL. Uh, Jeez, these headphones are terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's weird because my audio keeps cutting out. Uh, also, this Friday, another big PFL card. You got Kayla Harrison, Anthony Pettis, and Lance Palmer all fighting on that. Let's jump into some news. <laughs> Quick, we're going to run through some fight announcements. Boom. We got Curtis Blades versus Jarzinho Rosenstroke and Marlon Moraes versus Marab Devashalivali, also <laughs> all targeted for UFC 266. That's going to be crazy. Both of those fights. Uh, Marab, I'm super excited to see him get a big fight like Marlon. And and, Marlon uh, needs to bounce back bad. He, ever since that title fight, he's, yeah. if he he's lo- struggled. If he loses this one, is that three straight? I think Ooh, so. I think yeah. Yeah. That'd be I mean, interesting. Send him to Curtis Blades coming. He needs he needs a big bounce back too. That yeah. that Derek Lewis was rough. He might be a little gun shy to shoot. Yeah. Uh Vicente Luque versus Michael Chiesa also yep. has added to UFC two sixty five. Another I think, huge, I think it's Vincente's time, man. That could be a number one contender. Yeah. 100%. Easily. Easily. Uh, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but Max Holloway uh, has suffered an undisclosed injury and is out of the July 17th bout against Yair, which sucks. Yeah. I wanted to see Yair. Yair we were kind of talking about it. He's kind of falling in that Ryan Hall where, like, circumstances with his career just, mm-hmm. like, not favorable for him at all. Um, another fight, uh, Patricio Pitbull versus AJ McKee, official for Bellator 263 on July 31st. This fight is the finals for the Bellator Featherweight Grand Prix. The winner will be crowned 145 champ and receive $1 million. Probably the biggest fight you can make in Bellator since Chandler left. I think one of the biggest fights outside of the UFC, for yeah. sure, mm-hmm. right now. And, yeah, you know, Pitbull has, he's a double champ over there. And McKee wants to be double champ, too. He was hoping yeah. that Pitbull would lose this so he could get this belt and then go down and get the other belt from Pitbull. But, yeah, no, this is um, very, very exciting. Yeah, and then uh, Tiafoma Lopez tests positive for COVID, <laughs> so he's out of his next bout against, is it Cambosos? Cambosos? Uh, Cambosos, something like that. Something like that, uh, but it's been moved to August 14th, which is the day I get married. So Boom. I won't be watching that. Uh, I might be watching it on my cell phone. <laughs> um, that's all. Anybody else got news? That's all I got. Uh, yeah, I got a, a couple things. Um, there was some more boxing that went on last night outside of Anderson. Jamal Charlo mm-hmm. won his fight. He's undefeated. He's a middleweight champion. He wants Canelos and Triple Gs, but yeah. it's just he hasn't quite shown that he's quite ready for those guys yet. But he is a, probably the biggest name. Um, outside of like Caleb Plant and a couple other guys, but then David Benavidez called him out. That'd be another fight I'd love to see. And then Noya Inoue, he's uh, from Japan. He was twenty and zero in Japan, and they were waiting for him to come stateside. Mm-hmm. He's had two huge fights, uh, two big knockouts. He's third 
in the world pound for pound and ESPN had a big win last night. So it was a really big night for combat yeah. sports. One more thing I did want to bring up and you shared it and you just sent it to us. Um, the Orlando Sanchez, um, Sean Strickland thing. Oh yeah. So I, I don't know. How would you set that up for if people didn't see the video? How would you explain what happened? I mean, so if you don't know who Orlando Sanchez is, he is a dog. He is a big brute, ADCC you know, champ, two, a true three hundred pound. He's not a very tall guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's thick. He kind of has. He kind of looks like a power lifter. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then Sean Strickland. <laughs> most people should know who UFC, he is. Uh, so I didn't get to watch all the video, but Orlando basically said, "Because man." I put a video out on my Facebook. I shared what I thought about it. And to me, I think it was kind mm-hmm. of a dick move. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, jiu-jitsu, it's all about etiquette. So power or, you know, size plus power equals bad etiquette. Mm-hmm. So ripping something is not good etiquette, especially a guy that you, you're you not, like, close friends with. Yeah. You know, it didn't look like this was, like, some big competition thing. It was just, like, a one-on-one thing in a cage with – six people filming it, you know, and then he said, he tried to play it off like, Oh, what I do, what I do, I didn't do nothing. And yeah. then he's like, I could have broken if I want to. And, uh, if you saw in the very first time he did it, he ripped it hard. Yeah. He just missed. He missed it. Yeah. He missed. And then, um, then he did it again and obviously hit. And I, I really don't blame Strickland. And I had a lot of people, you know, defending Orlando. It's like, oh, this is too soft. I think it's all context. Well, I think people like Orlando, too. Like, you don't want to believe. Like, you know, I'm okay with him. You know, I got nothing. His style is kind of boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's definitely like a guy that's just going to kind of wait <clears> for you to shoot. He's okay with just playing a little clinch game and working on the inside. Um and then, but in the, after the video, he said, you said I didn't belong here, something like that. Yeah. So, obviously, he went to go try to prove a point or something. Yeah. But then Strickland was like, I was just, you know, I was joking, bro. I didn't say that. So, and then, like I said, context is everything. This is two guys in a cage. Yeah. With no other people around except for, like, six people filming. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Kind of seemed like a dick move. Go ahead. What well, you and say? you're... You're, you have Strickland in this gym who's got the biggest fight of his career coming yeah. up against Uriah Hall. Uriah like, Hall yeah. Legitimate 185 UFC contender. Like, you, not just a fighter on the rock. Yeah, like, legit like you contender. Can't, yeah, I mean, after Whitaker, it's this... You can't play with next. people like that. Like, Yeah, especially to rent, like, like, the way he, like... If, if it was me and I was going against a guy that I probably had 100 pounds on and I wanted to prove, I would just take him down and smash him. Like, yeah. why? I would, mm-hmm. I would let him know here, not try to hit some rappy quick jerk submission yeah and like if you heard the like turn if you go watch just google orlando sean strickland i mean it probably has a million uh, strickland views strickland put it on his instagram too yeah and so. i guess his beef is squash they were like kind of laughing about it so, yeah, yeah so i mean i i you know training he the moment me and, dude, me and me and fox just uh you know i threw i threw kind of a knee at fox kind of hard the other day because my jaw was kind of messed up and mm-hmm. he he did a hard round with Schaefer and I did a light round so he came into our round like 95 percent and just blasted me yeah and uh dude I was pissed and I kind of threw a knee and I was like I went up and apologized a couple of times after that I was like dude I, did, I shouldn't have thrown that man I just was kind of mad because yeah. you hit me so hard and I wasn't really expecting it yeah mm-hmm. and like I said it's all it's all etiquette it's all context but if you turn the volume up on the very first time he did it dude you hear the biggest his arm hitting his, his yeah. gut like he had some force on that. He well, knew what he was doing. And then Strickland <laughs> hitting him with that spinning back fist and he, he ate it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like it was nothing. Now here's the thing though. If they were like, you know, F it, let's do an MMA round. Yeah. Well, they'd probably kill him. You think? Oh man. 
I mean, so I don't think Strickland could stop him just like bull rushing him. Yeah. I mean, could could Strickland hit him with like a right hand and front drop him or front kick and yeah. drop him? But like in that context, in a small cage, if if Orlando ran at him and got on top and had him pinned against the side of the cage, yeah, mm-hmm. Strickland's probably not in a good spot. I agree with you. I think context is everything, but it definitely seemed like there was something before a record was 100%. hit that a conversation that it had because that's why they probably started grab you know going mm-hmm. at it in the first place. Yeah, like or, why like why were they doing that round? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, Some, what are you gonna get? Something, out of? something happened. Something right. was said. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure. You, I'm sure in the next. Well, I mean, it's kind of over because it kind of happened yeah. at the end of last week or whatever, like yeah. right after the episode. So it's a little tiger could, out the cage moment. I, well, I kind of almost wondered at first when I'm watching. I thought it because like Jason Perillo was just standing there recording it, and that's his gym. And I'm like, would you just stand there and record? Would you like, hey guys, like chill out type thing? Yeah, I but mean, recording training sessions, that's something that's kind of frowned upon unless there's yeah. like, it's like preconceived about. Then your up and coming fighters just sitting there getting his arm pulled on. It's like, weird. Yeah, but you can't be happy about. But that. there's no way like that spinning back and like the way that he cranked that and then the spinning back, like, you wouldn't fake that stuff at all. Mm-hmm. Like that was yeah. very real. hundred oh, percent. So. You can hear it like yeah. jerk. Yeah, it was horrible. Well, boys, before we go, we have to do this. So we had a conversation, and mm-hmm. before we go out today, we are going to rank our top three. Mm-hmm. Are we going to say if you had to have fast food for the rest of your life, or just our top three favorite? How are we addressing this? Fast food for the rest of your life. Yes. Okay. Mm. And the rules are have to be local. Have to be local. So, like in saying Kokomo, I can't pick Chick Fil A because we don't have Kokomo. Right. Yeah. Because okay. raising canes would have definitely been one of mine. But, yeah. <laughs> but we and can't. we have like a Popeyes and Penn Station that haven't been fully we, built yet. We talked about that because we yeah. were like, oh man, Penn Station would probably be on mine, but mm-hmm. it's not done yet. Yeah. So we can't count it because we haven't had it. And then in we have Kokomo. Someone was like, I, I definitely would pick Louis. Well, you know, a lot of people that aren't. From Kokomo, I mean, if you're not mm-hmm. from Kokomo, you don't know what Louis. Yeah, is. we kind of want to keep it chain. Something you could probably find in a surrounding state. Yeah, something else. Sure. Because even if we say like rallies, some people that might be checkers. Checkers, Mm -hmm. Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Hardys, that type of stuff. Mm. So let's do it because I'm excited for this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who who goes first? That's That's what I'm trying to think. Who does go first? I'll go. I'll go first. Okay. 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 So for me, there's, I told you. Are these in order? Are you just Um, like, are you going to rank them? Okay. Okay. Because I don't want to do an order. No. Because it's too much pressure. (laughs) It is too. I couldn't pick. (laughs) So for me, there was three trains of thought. Okay. I got to have somewhere with a breakfast. Got to have Mm -hmm. some good breakfast. And I almost would say McDonald's if they had the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, but they don't. That was the best. But Mm. they may bring it back. But as it sits right now, I'm picking Wendy's. Mm. And I'm saying solely based on their Their breakfast. breakfast This is so fire. Solely based on their breakfast, but it's also a plus that I think they have good chicken sandwiches. Mm -hmm. I think they have good cheeseburgers. Lemonade. Their fry. Yeah, they have like strawberry lemonade real good. Their fries can either be fantastic or trash. Mm -hmm. Nuggets are pretty solid. Frosties are good. So I think Wendy's is a good safe pick Mm -hmm. for breakfast, burger type option. Nice. Okay, the next one is you got to have something open at 3 in the morning. Have to. (laughs) And there's no other craving that I have at 3 in the morning than Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, what's weird about Taco Bell, though, is, like, their menu is, like, 90% or 80% the same. They just take plus or minus ingredients. Yeah, I hate the stuff they took off, though. Yeah, I mean, why? I I don't know why you can order a steak quesarito, but you don't have it on your menu. Yeah. That's just weird. But they also also are always innovative and doing cool new stuff. Well, I think they do stuff where it's, like, if if you were home alone at 3 o'clock in the morning and you had, like, Cheetos and some (laughs) chicken, like, you would just throw it all in a quesadilla. Like, that's what I like about it. Yeah. Yeah, Even that, like, that naked chalupa is just, like, fried chicken binge with, like, lettuce and tomato in it. Yeah. Sure. So, I have Arby's Mm. and Wendy's. Okay. No, you said Taco Taco Bell. Taco Bell Bell and Wendy's. Wendy's. Taco Bell and Wendy's. Now... 
I have three choices at the end, and it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Thought process is Arby's, Dairy Queen, and Culver's. Okay. Mm. And oh my God. <laughs> Casey said if I didn't pick Culver's, my wife said if I didn't pick Culver's, she'd be pissed. <laughs> mm. Dairy Queen, Culver's, kind of in that same ballpark because you can get ice cream too. Ice cream, the but the food quality good. isn't the same. D- Dairy Queen has, pro- and I'm serious, probably one of the best chicken strip baskets. I ever. was about to say yeah. those chicken tenders and are I, fire. And I think their blizzards are, I think their ice cream is better. Like the cotton candy blizzard, the animal frosted blizzard. Yeah. I think that's better than anything mm. Culver's has. But I think Culver's has the best cheeseburger probably in any fast food place. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the thing. I'm going Arby's. Okay. <laughs> they got the meat. And I'll tell and I'll oh Casey just texted me. She probably already knows. <laughs> she heard it. Literally, like just sent <laughs> yeah. a text. She probably knew. You better wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh so here's my thought process on Arby's. I love their French dip. That's like my favorite okay. one of my favorite things to get. They got curly fries, they got crinkle fries, they have mod sticks, they got the jalapeno poppers, they got good like uh like just not Sundays, but like uh, milkshakes. Yeah, and, that orange uh, one. The orange, yeah, the I orange drink sickle. I love their ice cream. Ice cream's mm-hmm. good. They got cookies. They got Powerade to yeah. drink. That's a big thing. Like McDonald's, if they didn't have their orange high C, which they just got back, mm-hmm. I don't like a lot of drinks at McDonald's. Oh, their their Sprite hits so different, man. Because they have the bigger straws, and more, but like their Coke is almost too cokey. Well, what they do is they like so store it in like a steel drum instead of just like those plastic bags. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're so different. It's, it's yeah, it's. It's, it's, it's too it's too rich for me. Yeah. Uh, so I went Arby's because I mean I could always go get like a roast beef mm-hmm. and cheddar beef and cheddar oh, with Arby's sauce. Anytime. So I got burgers and breakfast and breakfast at Taco Bell is not bad. But I got burgers and breakfast at Wendy's. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got Arby's for like roast beef chicken sandwiches, mm-hmm. kind of like oh, a good oh, mixture. Get you off that like yeah. fast food grease yeah, thing. I like that. And that, then Taco Bell for just how disgusting I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Taco Bell, you spend like $20 at Taco Bell and eat maybe $7 of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you can just eat on it for like two days. Yeah. So I'm going to go next. It's a tough one to beat. Yeah. That's the, my thought process. You got to have. Are we, are we doing like trying not to repeat? You can no, repeat. you can repeat. Okay. So. So it's, it's funny because our thought process, I think, was pretty similar, actually, um, which we kind of talked about, like, some things that, like, we would base it on. And I like a lot of that you said. I hate McDonald's. McDonald's would never even be close to mine. I'm not a McDonald's guy. My my number one, I'm going to say, and it's for the breakfast and dinner combo and probably my favorite burger. Hardee's. Hardee's. Oh, I knew mm, it. Boy. Yeah, yeah. That, Hardee's the, is serious. That, that breakfast. The, but, uh, the monster biscuit. biscuit and the monster burger. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Don't sleep on those chicken strips either, boy. Everything. <sighs> so, well. But so, we only have one, and it's, so when I used to run, so hit uh, miss. when I was on trash, when yeah. I was new, every Friday we would go to Hardee's for breakfast because we that's the north end day for yeah. trash. Mm-hmm. So Hardee's in our town is like the most north yeah. fast food place mm-hmm. all the way at the north end. So you don't go there a lot because it's no. so far out of the way. Well, I've I've lived over here a lot. And back when it was the trucker stop, that was your 3 a.m. But you ne- that's yeah. the thing. You never know when they're going to they're, – our yeah. Hardee's here is, like, terrible. You never know when they're open. Yeah. Sometimes they'll be like, yeah, we're just not open. And you're like, well, you're here, so you're open. Mm-hmm. Like, they just kind of serve you when they want. We probably yeah. messed up. Should we tell people, like, what we do? don't have like we don't have a jack-in-the-box yeah, we don't have right in uh chick-fil-a we don't have i don't know you know raising uh, canes raising canes, raising canes. canes. we yeah. don't have zaps zaps Zaxby's. Zaxby's. we don't have zaxby's yeah. um, so there's a lot of fast food places the only chicken have. place we have is kfc that's a chain yeah we don't have Popeyes. Until Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes finishes. we don't yeah. have churches churches you know we don't and, have stuff and, like that and hardy's once again because 
22 states, baby. Not everybody has Hardee's. It could be Carl's Jr. So, but it's, it's still it's, the same thing. It's the same equivalent. Name. Yes. Hardee's is Carl's Jr. I thought yeah. Checkers yeah. was also Carl's. No, Jr. that's uh, Checkers rallies. and rallies. Yeah, yeah, they're the same. Because um, Carl's Jr. That was on. This is the end. I want to get some Carl's Jr. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. It's more of like I think I think they on call the West Coast, West, it's Carl's and maybe West. a little South. It goes Carl's Jr. Um, you should have listeners comment their favorite, and then you'll just tell them, "Hey, we couldn't pick that because it was." Yeah, it's not no, in our yeah. If you want to comment on the post that we put on Instagram, let us know for sure. We definitely want to hear everybody's. My next one, this is for sheer variety because you can go here. Everything hits: ice cream, desserts. I mean, everything. Sonic. Mm, you can yeah. you can literally get hot anything. dogs, hot pretzels. dogs pre- I mean just everything there. That's why I'm going Sonic for my second one. My third one was tough, and I like what you said about the whole 3 a.m. You got to have a 3 a.m. option, which I don't really have with this third pick, but I'm going to roll with it because I was going to say Burger King mm. because I love those um, Dude, original chicken sandwiches, the longer their, ones. Their breakfast really good. I love their croissants. I just struggle yeah. trust, trusting their pricing on things. The fact that you can get like a hundred nuggets for like six cents <laughs> yeah. just makes you think like, man, that might be bat meat. Yeah. Like, but my third and final one, and I'll explain it. Long John Silver's, okay. and I'm going Long John because because you're disgusting. I'm disgust. That's my disgusting yeah. pick, yeah. and and you got our Long John. I don't know if everybody's is. Has it's no. a double. Yeah, it's A and W. So you got A and W in there too. So you get the root mm. beer, the hot dog. I mean, it's that's awful. That's playing it real close. Well, what's that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a like, two for one. Okay, but. I've been I've been at like a truck stop like in Ohio that had like a Pizza Hut, a KFC, yeah. and a Taco Bell. Yeah, I'll just true. take that building. Well, because they all own each like the same person owns all yeah. of them. McDonald's so. owns like everything, so they'll mix yeah. up. Well, I just I always get the cheese curds from A and W. their cheese curds. So that's my mm. three: Long John Silver, Sonic, and um, <laughs> yeah. Probably and uh, what was my first one? Hardee's. Hardee's. Mm. Man, that's a disgusting. So I'm that jumping. Hurts. That hurts me <laughs> thinking about that. Yeah. I'm jumping in off boat. It, my very first one was going to be Culver's. Those chicken yeah. strips, the burgers, the best burgers, uh, fast food burgers. Their ice cream because you get a little options. You can put a little strawberry in something, get some chocolate. Yeah. Expensive though. Culver's oh, yeah. is silly expensive. But then sometimes they'll have something like a meatloaf sandwich or something. Yeah. Like oh, I've gotten their this. I've gotten their fish and shrimp like dinner platters. Yeah, pretty really? damn good. Yeah, it's just a it's just a good one there so pretzels and cheese curds too. i will start cheese there curds, yes. and they're open kind of late they're open at like 10 mm-hmm. i'm gonna go rallies okay. i almost did rallies because here's yeah. the thing first of all the burgers are always a good hitter for me fries obviously i could fully loaded boy. oh boy the their ice cream is fire yep. um actually i don't mind their wings no they're not bad when i was I've on second them. shift i get off at midnight they're one of the few places that are open I'll grab some of them wings. We yeah. get them in the Heights when mm-hmm. we were right there. When that one was still open on the South Side, they got the Fry Lover Burger. Throw a little fries on the double. Yeah, like, they they're got pretty good deals, like two for three. Or, oh, they're spicy. Ch- the double spicy chicken. I've gotten that before. It's oh, a hitter. They yes, have sir. buffalo chicken sandwiches good there. Yeah. So have them too. Rallies is close. Yeah. yeah. So Culver's rallies, mm-hmm. and then my third and rallies is I don't know if they ever close too. Yeah. <laughs> and my third, and I know we talked about it, so I want to verify, are we putting Chipotle in this as an option? I would. Yeah. Because if I'm doing that, that's what I want. It's fast. Well, well you have two burger places, so I'd hope you pick yeah. something else. Yeah. No, that's where I'm going. That's because fast. Well, because like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Culver's is like the more fancy. Like mm-hmm. you, if you're like have a friend from out of town, maybe you take them there. <laughs> you meet him at Culver's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Then it it would be Chipotle. I need that that burrito oh, bowl, yeah. that quesadilla, them tacos. Yeah. Yes. The queso. So they have different question. drinks. If, if we had Cordoba or Moe's Ooh, or something like I that, would you Mo's. pick those over Chipotle? 
I might pick Moe's. I'd have to go there to see how they're divvying out. <laughs> if they're being a little skimpy on the meat at Moe's. Yeah, I so pre- I, I think Moe's. I think Chipotle is the best quality, but they mm. also have the least amount of options, so they get to kind of mm. like dial everything back. Yeah, which is okay. I, think, I like Cordoba. Cordoba. I like Cordoba more than Moe's because like the only Moe's I've really had was in Marion, and anything mm. that comes in Marion is just trash. Not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it comes with Cordoba, a cigarette but, in it. But we used to go to Cordoba after every tra- <laughs> after every uh, cross training session because when Kyle was vegetarian, oh, you know, you unless get the we tofu? go. No, 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 he would just get, dude, it was, it was so obnoxious uh, ordering food with Kyle. <laughs> so he'd get a bowl and he'd ask for like four times, because you can ask up like up to four times the helping on everything without getting double charged. Oh, geez. So he'd get like four rices, four beans, four lettuce, four <laughs> sauces, four. I mean, dude, his bowl would be like, since it's a vegetarian bowl, so it's only like five bucks, yeah. would be. <laughs> Stacked, just like a football. Yeah, it was it was silly. But we can't eat like Penn Station or Five Guys. Yeah, I mean he can get French fries and that's it. Yeah. So we went to Cadoba, but they have good variety there. They have different Mm -hmm. sauces and stuff. I didn't even think about Five Guys. Yeah, but like, okay, what are you gonna get? Burger and fries? Yeah, it is so limited. Like that's why I want to go Five Guys Burger good enough to have the rest of your life, or you could have Wendy's where you could have, or Culver's where you could get more of a variety. I'd rather a Hardee's Burger, and you're getting the breakfast. So Mm -hmm. right, so you gotta you gotta think like uh, long term. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I didn't forever. go. That's why I didn't go like Charlie's cheesesteaks because they don't, they don't have that good of variety. Yeah, yeah. What would be your one outside of what we have here? Oh, raising canes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. raising canes, mm-hmm. baby. Would I like consider, Firehouse subs. Would doggy. you? Con- oh, Firehouse fire. Would you consider? I would consider Yats fast food. I mean, I feel like if you consider Chipotle, Chipotle it's on the same yeah. level. I feel like it had to be the same. And I may pick Yats because mm. it's you literally order and it's. I mean, they just pour it. Right yeah, yeah they just scoop. It's already ready. Yeah. You just scoop, scoop. You're in you're, and out. Yeah, by I, 10 I would probably. I may say Yats. Ooh, man, that's I do. I like Zaxby's a lot though, but I'd probably say Yats. Yats is different. We got man. some hitters, man. Yeah, Yats is hitting all the time. I couldn't imagine some of these states who probably don't have. Some of these things, maybe the maybe our choices for these fast food are like their best there. Yeah, but some states might have better options. <laughs> no, for sure. I <laughs> imagine. Town, like, I mean, if you live in Greentown, you only got Subway. Oh, and yeah, they have that Chinese place too. That favorite Chinese. Yeah, for the record. And I did tell I don't know if you guys that were here or listened to the other episode when they did the whole panda. Yeah. Debacle. I had panda for lunch on Saturday. Yeah. Panda's the best Chinese Thank food you. in town. I mean, like on their yeah. general shows, you taste different spices it's that, not just like yeah sweet you i get like a on this one it's a little sweeter and this one i get a little bit more chilly yeah that's what i said about the one from that place brandon had me it was like there's sauce Can't on here but it's not it. doing it's just anything. sugar yeah it's not doing anything like yeah so i was like thank you for that cash cash only too cash only, yeah cash only <laughs> places have to be respected yeah a hundred percent. I was almost disrespected when I went to that spot where Brandon and I was, I was literally, as we were pulling in, I told Ash, I was like, Oh, what if they, I only, I don't have cash on me. Mm. And she's like, it says card on the door. Like you could see the little card sign. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Did you even get disrespected when you ordered? What like cut mean? off? Oh, and maybe- that's the other thing. Panda will cuss you. Dude. <laughs> oh no, that no. My Clint Hoskins said that's how you know the place is good. Yes. So you go in there, and you order like, okay, I want uh, one order sweet and sour. Ch- okay, ten minutes, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I got a lot more. I have a lot more to order. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fifteen minutes, bye. Oh, dude, that's how you know they're good. Though. There's telltale signs. So like that. Ash doesn't yeah. like the like vegetables and the rice. Okay. So she orders no vegetables and the rice, and they get so mad. I'm sure. So like one time she called and she said no vegetables and the rice, and like I'm sitting next to her and I can hear him. He's like, no vegetables and rice. You got to be kidding me. So what like, rice do they order? 
She gets like it's like a fried, fried rice. They're just probably just sorting it out. Why don't you just get just get white rice and put soy sauce? She in does. It. She gets white rice now. Oh okay. Yeah, that's what she gets now. But yeah, probably having to sort that out. Just <laughs> he like, was, he's shit. like, you gotta be freaking kidding me! <laughs> like he literally said that to her on the phone. <laughs> but that's how you know uh, they're good. Oh, the, me, the meaner the Chinese, because they don't care. The meaner and worse customer service at a Chinese place, 100%. the better it is. Mm-hmm. That's you can take that to the book. That's like for yeah. me. A lot of the Mexican places, you gotta get like the broken English, yeah, like yeah. the yeah, and like I hope you got what I said because I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to really read this word. <laughs> That's what it is. But then you're gonna get that, that killer. You get what they think you want. Oh yeah, you know, they're looking at you. <laughs> yeah. So the viewers, they got a comment on the Instagram post. Who had the best? So I had Wendy's, Taco Bell, and Arby's. Mm-hmm. Nate yeah. had Hardee's, Sonic, and Long John Silver's. Mm-hmm. And I had so gross. Rally's, Culver's, and Chipotle. I Chipotle. would pick. I would definitely pick John's over yours, though. Just too much grease. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, you have. Here's the thing. I love Long John Silver's, mm-hmm. but when I go there, I'm kind of hoping I don't see somebody walk, like see me walking. Yeah. So, so my thought was too, because like we had talked about, is like, because I really like, you know, like like Panda Express. I'm not going to say that because we, I could get Chinese from somewhere else or get my fix somewhere mm-hmm, else. Yeah. We don't have very many good seafood places here. We're no. like fish places, if oh, you think about fish. it. I'll well, tell like, you what. I mean, like in Kokomo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Real quick, fish. hit her last night, uh, or night before last, Jordan brought me home uh, one of them fish sandwiches from Road Nights. Oh, oh. yeah, those are good. Right. Boy, so fire. On white bread, hit it with some hot <clears> sauce. Yeah, I've had mm. one of those before. Mm. They are good. I mean, yeah, but even like that, like, dude, give me a tenderloin. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're in Indiana, boy. Dude, <laughs> dude <laughs> little close to Ray's, you can get slap some me that Ray's. basketball size tenderloin. We, we go to Artie's for lunch sometimes. <sighs> if you guys, so Artie's is like oh. one of the longest restaurants at Kokomo. It seats eight people, if that, if that. <laughs> yeah. But the the owner's always there talking to you, and the food is just serious. We get the pork tenderloin. You can actually get them frozen. Yeah, we get those. Oh yeah, you can order them. <sighs> We, we, on Thursdays, they go there for lunch a lot at work and they have a, it's like a chicken, mashed potatoes, corn gravy, yeah. kind of like a chicken bowl, mm. but like separated. Right. Oh man. That's yeah. It's everything. There's is good. there a tenderloin too big? No, no. Like, is there one, like we should probably say something about Indiana tenderloins yeah. for people that aren't, I mean, oh, when, yeah. when I say, have you ever seen a manhole cover? That's I said it's a deflated yeah. basketball. <laughs> like, yeah. That, like, that's how big, if, if the Indiana tenderloin isn't 24 inches in diameter, yeah, Google it's that. not right. Are you, yeah. are you chewing on the outside or are you kind of cutting and ripping I, off and stacking? No, no. So here's what I do. So I'll cut it in half. Or even sometimes a quarter, yeah. and put two, and then save two, yeah. Mm. And they always put the bun, and the bun is like your regular. <laughs> it doesn't even. <laughs> There's no point no. having it. The bun is like you know a regular bun, like what four inches yeah. around, and then the the <laughs> the tenderloin's like sixteen inches Hanging in diameter. What are you getting yeah. on it? I mustard, just uh, mustard. Yeah, I do like ketchup. So I don't really do just that. mustard. I always add cheese. If I go to like um, like a corner pub, I always add cheese too. Yeah, mm. just mustard. But yeah, mustard yeah if guy. you don't know, Google Indiana tenderloin and, and yeah. be you'll, be shocked. You'll know what's you'll up. Be, baby. You'll, you'll be feel very weird. <laughs> Before we go, Jacob Herlock, thanks for joining us, bro. Do you have anything to say to the people? Uh, nope. Hope you guys listen and like it. Yeah. Listen and like it, Jonathan. I uh finally I got my first in store shoe when. Uh, at Foot Locker since 2019. <laughs> What'd you get? I got the Jordan Seven Flints. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do with them? I'm, I might wear them to the rehearsal dinner. Okay. I think I'm gonna save them for that because usually they either don't have a 13 or they don't have anything at all because everybody's just been buying everything and reselling it. So yep. I got lucky. There it is. Well, thank you guys for listening. Happy We're Father's get out of here. Day. Yep. Happy, Happy Father's Day. Day to all the dads listening. We appreciate you, and we appreciate all. Happy of birthday, you Jordan! Hi, I love you. Bye. Shut yeah. up and train. Shut up and train. <laughs> that's. that's <laughs> We're just gonna leave with that. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.